How's it going guys and welcome back to your weekly NBA second round review presented by Beyond the Arc and that is where me and Sully go and review everything that's been happening over the last week in the NBA playoffs and uh, see how it is completely different to everything that we said was going to happen last week when we did the last episode of Beyond the Arc. Um, Sully, how are we doing today? I'm good man, how are you? I'm I'm good, a little bit, a little bit miffed that the NBA app was preposterous and lied to me about Joel Embiid's Game 3 availability. Um, I wasn't very happy with, with all of that. Um, mm. It's not good enough. You know, you can't be can't be spreading out fal- false information like that. Because then uh, it's yeah. ruining the episode. Because then the I'm next day... And you're patting your up. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then the next day, obviously... MB did come back, played game three, game four. We will talk a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. These playoffs have been going mad, though, haven't they? They have been. They've been crazy. Each like, game, yeah. going at least six games. We could potentially have two game, two conference uh, finalists uh, announced tonight um, in the Refresh. Philly game, Philly Miami, and Dallas Phoenix game sixes. Um, the other two games going to game six too. So. Yeah, it's going down to By the wire. Saturday, we could have our conference finals ready. It's very true. That's very true. So we could be going straight into uh, some conference final action this weekend. But mm. you never know. We could be going to see some of our first game sevens. Game sevens which would be um, so yeah, I think. But I think we'll, we'll get straight into that. But I guess before we get straight into it, uh, let me let me ask you guys at home: Do you want to avoid breaking the uh, the bro code? Then make sure that you're subscribed to be on the arc. <laughs> I'm thinking, where is he going with this? <laughs> Legend has it, um, if you don't subscribe to be on the arc, Jamarant will tweet you and at you and say that you broke the code. Um, I heard that too, to be honest. I was actually yeah. hearing that like this morning. I was on the way to college and everything, and I heard that, and I was like, yo, I need to tell Sam because like, we need to warn the people, so... I'm glad that you mentioned yeah, it. Before. Yeah, I, it was. I forget if it was Shams or if it was Wodge that uh, dropped that dropped the announcement. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that that is what will happen. So if you don't want to get uh, abusively tweeted at by Jamarant, then uh, make sure that you're subscribed to Beyond the Arc. Make sure that you are liking and uh, commenting on these videos as well. Get the engagements up. Make sure that you're sharing it around no matter what you're listening on. And yeah, without further ado. Uh, should we get straight into this Golden State uh, Memphis series? Let's do it, man. You know, you were think you were saying, same before we went on, you were saying we probably should be talking about how um, the mm. Golden State Warriors are in the uh, conference finals now, but never count out a Memphis side. You know, the good saying always, the saying is, uh, isn't a, a healthy animal is uh dangerous but a slightly wounded animal is also dangerous because you don't know what they're gonna do i've no idea if i butchered that if i'm honest with you but i feel like that's kind of correct in a way sounds about right doesn't it yeah <laughs> a wounded animal is more dangerous because they're fighting for their life kind of thing yeah. like yeah but well backs against the right. wall backs against the wall with the memphis grizzlies without their star man jamarant uh got himself injured game three hasn't played since is ruled out for the rest of the NBA playoffs, is what I've been told. But, you know, knowing the NBA these days, that might not count for anything. Yeah, who knows, who knows. So, yeah, I mean, that's obviously pretty, it's pretty tough for Memphis to be without your star man. But 
as we've seen throughout the regular season, Memphis aren't utterly useless without Ja Morant in. They're actually like quite good without him, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Which just shows like what a strong team they have. And to beat the Warriors the way they did last night without Ja kind of shows like those guys have it. He just brings more to the table. But I think they have enough to the table already. And it, was, it wasn't it was even just a, a win. It was an absolute blowout. I was, so that, was that the game that you watched? Or was that the was it game four that you watched? Uh, I watched game four. Oh, this okay. was, and this, I mean, it's mad because it's the bit, like out of all the games in the series, this has been the biggest victory out of all of them, which shows like these, this Memphis team have fight in them. Mm-hmm. And me personally, I counted them. I thought, okay, that's it, it's done. You know, going to end 4-1. I mean, especially you know, after tried... that, um, especially after that game four, you know, obviously game four was without Jar mm-hmm. too. And Memphis were shooting up her, like they were making houses. Um, yeah, it was with my... all them bricks. I my... mean, Colton State won't really do much better, but in the end, Steph's 18 fourth quarter points, something like that. Yeah. Um, came through. Um, obviously he didn't have as big of an impact. Game five. Mm. Memphis ended up winning by at least 40, am I right? Yeah, but it was... Something crazy like that. I think that was... Th- it was 39. Right. Which is, that I mean, that's still point. mad. But, yeah. I mean, everyone on... You could look at it in two ways. You could say everyone on Golden State had a poor night or everyone on Memphis just did their jobs really well because they had the big three shooters shooting absolute bricks the whole game. Like Jordan Poole shot 16% from the field goal, 33% from three-point range. Steph, 40% and 37 Yeah, so I didn't really get many shots off of Steph that game. Mm, which is, I mean, that kind of shows they, they really did their job like as well as they could have because they knew they had to lock up the good shooters. Especially Jordan Poole who has not really been locked up by anyone in this whole playoff since it started. That was his worst game by a country mile. And it just shows like, you know, they they can do it the way they've been doing it in the regular season. Can they do it for two more games though? I mean, I personally don't think so. I think Golden State wraps this up uh, tomorrow night. I would like I would like for that to happen. Because I mean, honestly, I think that they need to to be I feel like the the way that they should have wrapped it up last night and they didn't will get to them and they'll probably just go and smoke up yeah. game yeah. six because this should have been wrapped up game five and I mean it's mad that it's even gone to game six especially mm-hmm. without jar like no one actually saw that coming I remember saying to you straight away jar's injured is done yeah but it's crazy like, I mean could this also perhaps go down to the fact that Golden State were without Steve Kerr you could look at it that way. You could look at it that way because he was in protocols. He was also at game four, wasn't he? He was in protocols for game four too. Uh, right? I be- um, I'm gonna say, I think he was. Yeah. So Golden yes. State didn't really have that good of a game in game four either. Just held the Memphis. Yeah, because he got before. announced that he was in protocols midway through the Bucks Celtics game, which I was right, okay. watching, and okay. then I messaged you like, "Yo, this has just happened right now." And um, I mean, I. And to be fair, I mean, I don't know if I'm alone in saying this, but I always thought that Steve Kerr was one of those coaches that was kind of carried by the fact that he had such a good team around him. But obviously, maybe these it last two he games... Is, 
he is the glue of that whole team that no one really realized which I mean, uh, to say, like, obviously, like, having good players is one thing. But, like, for example, if you look at the Chicago team all the way back in the 90s, they still had Phil Jackson, who everyone knows Phil mm-hmm. Jackson is probably the best coach to ever be in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it co- like, you have to, like, you have to have the players, but you also have to have the coach. I think you can have good players and a bad coach and not win, but you can have a good coach and bad players and still get something. Yeah, and I mean, I think Steve Kerr's kind of showed it. Like, he is actually a good coach. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, if you're a Sacramento fan uh, watching this, <laughs> um, Mike Brown, you're uh, the person who you've announced as your head coach, who is at the moment the Golden State assistant coach, coming in and bringing his wonderful tactics to this Golden State team, uh, who averages let's be 98 honest, points in two games. Let's be honest. 10 times better than your Sacramento team. Uh, no offence to any Kings fans. Sorry, guys. You can't be lucky. I mean, I don't even know if any of them exist, to be honest with you. But um... Imagine the <laughs> whole of the Kings team just watch our podcast. <laughs> Darren Fox. He's going to be the one tweeting me, not Jam Morant. <laughs> um, you got to be looking at this thinking, we're, we're done. <laughs> That's scary. It's scary for them, not for everyone else. It's scary for them yeah. because... I mean, like, maybe they saw, okay, Mike Brown's taking over. Maybe they all got hyped, like, okay, let's see what this guy's about. I mean, he's got probably one of the best, if not the best, scoring teams in the NBA. And with that, they're playing against Memphis, who are without their main scorer. So you think that they'd go and score, like, 190 points or something stupid. <laughs> like, they just absolutely smoked them. And the Sacramento team could watch that and think, okay, we're in safe hands. But no. He wanted to scare them. I don't know why. I mean, to average like 90-something points in two games with, like I said, one of the best shooters of all time, Jordan mm-hmm. Poole, who's on fire, Clay mm-hmm. Thompson. It's mm-hmm. it's mad. That is really mad. Like, and it shows good players is one thing, but you need to have like the right you know, tactics and everything around you because mm-hmm. that's what you're implementing. And clearly, whatever he's telling them this. Yeah. It's not best. It's like Space Jam tactics or something. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless of what we're saying here, it's Golden State and 6 really now, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, <clears> if that if that series goes to 7, that is mad. Because, I mean, you could be looking at another 3-1 choke from Golden State. <laughs> <sighs> let's that let's w- be honest. I mean, I think a 3-1 choke to a Jamarantless uh, Memphis Grizzlies is a little bit more embarrassing than LeBron James. Oh. LeBron James on Barry. demon time. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> at least that you can say, okay, it, it was LeBron and Kyrie. But yeah. this, nah. They, they they can't let that slide. It has to end uh, tomorrow night mm. when they play. Um, otherwise, even if it goes to Game 7 and they win, they should still be ashamed. Yeah, definitely. They should be ashamed right now that they didn't kill it off last night. No, yeah, I'd say that too. Yeah, I mean, they should have done. But in the end, they're going to be travelling back to uh, San Francisco anyway. Regardless yeah, of what happened probably. in Game Five, so you know they might just want to play that extra game in there. You never know. Maybe they wanted to take it prolong prolong Steve Kerr in the protocols, so then when he gets out, mm. less games they, for Mike yeah. Brown to coach in the conference finals. Because um, <laughs> uh, they don't want that. On the other side, Suns Mavs. Mm. Last time we last time we spoke, Phoenix had won the first two games pretty convincingly. Yeah. And we were saying potential 
perhaps sweep on the cards. We did think that Mavericks that the Mavs could get one game. Mm, but it was like it wasn't really you know, we didn't really believe it. Yeah. And but Mavericks ended up doing better than that. They got two games and crazily enough, Chris Paul played awfully both games and Scott Foster didn't even referee any of them. So Which is crazy. Maybe maybe he he implemented his his is, you know officiating onto the other NBA <laughs> officials, but which is really crazy because we don't normally see this kind of performance from Chris Paul when it matters. Yeah, and to say he did it like back to back. Chris Paul is the Chris Paul uh, playoff choke potentially happening? Nah, nah. I don't think he can play like that for a full series or something. I think. Yeah, well, I mean, there's the last three games because you know Phoenix did blow uh, Dallas out. Of the water, game five, yeah, uh, beating them by, beating them by um thirty. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul only only shot the ball eight times that game, and picked up four turnovers. Had the plus minus, obviously the plus minus. You know, I don't really look at a plus minus and think this is how yeah. good a player was. But technically, when you strip it down to its bare bones, that is how much you have impacted the game when on the court. His plus minus was only seven, so. Yeah. Without him on the court, Phoenix broke twenty three. <laughs> that's kind of and, and obviously that's coming off of his two games in Dallas, where he got his playoff career. I think he got his playoff career high for turnovers in a game in one half. Um, and then got fouled, and then got fouled out in the next game or something like that. After Damn. about like twenty minutes. That but, is mad. But even without that, the two games in Dallas still. Close enough, you may think, you may say. Um, Luka Doncic is just is good, but obviously he does need his uh, he does need his guys around him, and I feel like they have shown up when they needed to in Dallas. And for that for that reason, maybe this gate this series could go to seven. That I'm would be crazy. I'm like past them. That would be probably the most shocking thing to happen, like in a very long time, because everyone. Including us, we thought when it was two or Phoenix had done it, it's calm. Like no like they like that was it. Lucas showed up like crazy, tied mm-hmm. the series up, mm-hmm. Phoenix only just took the lead. Mm-hmm. And I mean, who knows now? Now um it could it could it could very much go to seven. You know what I kinda wanna see? Mm-hmm. I kinda wanna see Dallas take this game six and then Scott Foster referees game seven. Imagine. I just, imagine. I just want to see that'll be like most viewed game in the NBA playoffs. Oh yeah, it'd be up there, like because everyone, everyone would find out all oh, my days. Like that would be crazy. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, damn. I mean, wow. that would be the perfect game to break the curse as it well would. for Chris Paul. I mean, and I personally think after these last three games, there is a very high potential that Chris Paul does exactly what he did against New Orleans. You know, he was kind of getting disrespected a little bit against the Pelicans. Jose Alvarado had his number a little bit. Mm. And then in the closing out game, he pulled out that perfect field goal percentage game. And, you th- and you're thinking maybe he could potentially do that again today. In Dallas's uh, home turf, send Dallas packing again. I think it would be still be a successful season if Dallas end up losing. Yeah, I think them getting to the conference semis is successful. Regardless, first time under Luke, first time under the um, superstar level of Luca, hundred percent. And I think for him it'll be good because he shows that 
if he's going to have his commitment towards Dallas... They're they progressing some, well. Yeah. They yeah. need one. They are moving forward in a like a, the right direction, but also he needs help. Mm-hmm. Like, he will have shown it because, I mean, the guy's averaging somewhat crazy in the playoffs while everyone else is averaging, like, three points. <laughs> and just, you know, it's, it's crazy. So he's really showing, like, I can do this, but I need just one, like I feel like one more person, one more good player, and they could potentially have beaten Phoenix to, in seven. Yeah, they definitely. could take them in seven and probably beat them with one more like strong player. Yeah, and that that's crazy to think Dallas, who only like only need one strong player to beat the best record in the NBA regular season. Mm-hmm. It's kind definitely. of mad to think how how. Scary they're going to be if they have a good off-season, which the chance of that is probably really high. What are you thinking for this game tonight, then? I mean, I'd, I'd like to be an, an optimistic neutral fan and say that it's going to be a Dallas win. But I don't know. I don't see Chris Paul having another bad game. No, I don't see him having four bad games in a row. Yeah. I, I just don't see that happening. So for that reason, I think Philly potentially will... Pro- I think they'll probably close the series off tonight. Fair enough, fair enough. I think Phoenix could do that too. Um, but again, there is a whole different um, level in Dallas. Mm. You know, their role players do step it up in Dallas. 100%. <clears throat> so and The game so is yeah, in Dallas I mean, tonight, so that yeah, means that it, could... This, is it, being the, this has been the series where home court advantage has been a thing. 100%. That and the Miami game, so... I mean, I'm just, you know, a bit of a side note, this and the all of the other uh, semi-finals, I'm just really liking the competitiveness in there. Like, no one's really given an edge, and it really is coming down to the wire in most of the games. Um, obviously, we have talked about two blowouts in the last um, couple of games, but especially when we get on to the Boston-Milwaukee um, series later on, yeah. that's genuinely been, like, one of the most entertaining, tightest um, Definitely. series that's... <clears throat> that I've definitely that I've witnessed as an NBA fan. Don't know about you, um, <clears throat> but I think before we go over to the East, bit of a pit stop away from the second round, and we'll talk about the two-time MB- MVP of uh, the league, Mister Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the end, I have I have said this before. I wouldn't have been really mad if either Yanis or MB took it. And in the end, it was a pretty close vote. You know, I've the last few um last few awards that we talked about, I'd always forget to actually like yeah. save the uh, actual save the vote entirely when uh, I when I come across it on the on the uh, timeline. But I finally had, I actually had a bit of common sense this time to actually look at it. Um, Jokic ended up finishing with a hundred and. 70 odd points ahead of uh, Embiid below him. Mm. So close ish, that's what just on that's 39 first place votes ahead of Embiid. Um, so in the end, when you look at that, over half of the first place votes, he's kind of won it pretty. Um, Convin- I'd say that that's a pretty convincing win, to be fair. But me, I don't know, me personally, I'm not, I'm not with it. I don't. I don't think it should have been a back-to-back from him. I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. And I think he is in the conversation of that, that top three. He deserves to be in there. Mm-hmm. I just think this year, 
I don't think it should have been him. Yeah, I I think so. When you're talking like variety wise, I think Embiid. Yeah, maybe because I genuinely don't think there was much separating the two um, this year. But like I said when we did the prediction video, I, either three could have won, and I wouldn't have been shocked. No, and yeah, I think I like, yeah, like that's what I, said, yeah. I, I personally didn't thought I I thought Embiid would win. But I'm not shocked when I saw Jokic win because he's still, like I said, out, like he's still in that top three, and the level of competitiveness and greatness that those three have right now is crazy. Like, mm-hmm. and either of them could have taken it. Giannis could have taken it. Like, I wouldn't have been surprised if that happened either. But I think it makes the MVP race really strong for next year because, yeah. I mean, we know Embiid's dying for it. Like, and to be I honest, I. I really do think he should have got it this year, but no, yeah, definitely. Mm. But I think that opens that definitely opens the door for him next year because unless Jokic goes out there and acts like Wilt for the next year, <laughs> that's like Wilt Chamberlain for the next year. There is no chance in hell they're making it. They're giving him a three peat. Yeah, yeah, I doubt it. I mean, that would be because that would be like history. Surely, I don't think anyone's had. No, three it, it's in a probably. Row. I think it's it probably happened, but not for like a good. A long, long time. Like, like probably since definitely like, not since probably, we've probably since like the Korean Abdul Jabbar. 100% like not for at least a good 20-30 years and that would be like that would be probably one of the maddest things that could happen because I'd say even more than 30 years potentially maybe more probably like in I, 40, I, 50. Yeah. I wouldn't even be surprised because like there's always just so much competition every year and even then next year I think MP is going to go a lot harder especially depending on what happened in this Miami series like we know they're down right now but they're not fully out of it. I mean, Giannis, what happened in their series? I think Jokic obviously getting knocked out in the first round. Will he might want to come nice next mm-hmm. year? If then obviously we can't count out other people who might be in the race. Like KD might come again. Like yeah, it, I think I'm next year maybe be crazy. And then you're looking at the people who are rising up. That's one thing I was going to mention. The mm. top five that rounded it out was Devin Booker and Luka Doncic, fourth and fifth respectively. Which is which is I Devin, mean, I'm I'm liking the Devin Booker. Devin Booker love. Like. I'm 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 really happy that he's there. Yeah. And to be honest, you can't count out a lot of people. I mean, if John Moran plays next year, how he's been playing this year with some more, he might be in that top five too. Like, it's good that the younger people are being incorporated into this vote as well. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, and I love the the greats. We're talking KD, Steph, LeBron, Kyrie, but I'm glad that they kind of making way for the younger guys while also still being great and still doing their thing. They they kind of stepped aside and now the younger people are taking over in terms of like the face yeah. of the NBA and yeah. getting these awards and everything because it's deserved. And I mean, next year, it could be crazy. Like if Devin Booker get, makes his way into that top three, I mean, the conversations of things are going to start changing. And I mean... I personally think it's going to be a little bit tough there because as much as Devin Booker might play so well he's always gonna have chris paul there as yeah, kind of a oh well, kind of like a barrier to chris stop paul, him from yeah. hitting greatness like we know yeah. he can do it on his own 100%. it's just the way that i think a lot of the media will say yeah but he's got the point god next to him it's a lot That's easier true. to you know get a lot of points get a lot of open shots when yeah. you've got someone like chris paul as you as your uh, point there but 100%. yeah so Jokic, i personally think it's deserved um you think Embiid, right I mean, I wanted MB to win, but like I said, either of either three yeah, is yeah. deserved from all three. Yeah. I wanted MB to win though, but yeah. I mean, it's 
it's a weird one, but I'm I'm not mad that he won. Yeah, keeping keeping with MVP topic, um, yeah. something that I'm um, saying this is something that never really happens. Um, something actually got released. Some important information got released before we recorded, instead of the day between we recorded and when we <laughs> uploaded. it. Have you seen that? Um, the NBA released all of the postseason trophies today. No, I haven't seen that. Including conference finals MVPs. Wait, what? So for the first for the first time ever, there is going to be conference, final conference MVPs. finals MVP. So obviously That's the MVP, wide. the MVP of each conference final is going to get its own uh, award. So it's going to be. So I'm not sure two... if it's just. I'm not sure if it's just for the the NBA seventy five year. Uh, or if Might they're be. actually gonna, or if they're actually gonna uh, continue this on, but that's mad. So is it gonna be like the best player out of the whole finals of? Per- no, so it's so each so there's gonna be Western Conference Finals mm. MVP and an Eastern Conference Finals MVP. That's mad. I mean, that's crazy. But that's that's good in a sense as well because, like, I don't. So say for example, Golden State and Phoenix play in the final, and let's just say. In six games, Jordan Poole has the best six games of his life, and he gets the MVP conference finals. Then they go to the finals, and let's just say they win the finals. It will probably won't go to him, but it's good that he got the recognition for how well he's for helping his team the, get to yeah this position, to the yeah. finals. And and because obviously, like if we talk about the Warriors, he, like Jordan Poole has been one of the biggest reasons why they've gotten that far. So they they'll be able to show their love to the person who have who's got their team that far, yeah, and then yeah. the the finals MVP will be for who actually is the finals MVP. So I yeah. actually quite like that they've done that. I oh yeah, me too. I think that's that that's good. You know, they've redeemed themselves from all these awards they've been given and getting everything wrong. They've got something right. I know. Well done, NBA. You've you've done it finally. Big up, big ups to Adam Silver. Shout out Adam Silver. Adam Silver, you you still need to fix that though. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this guy. Um. So after saying that, uh, who do you reckon that's who do you reckon is going to get that out of Boston and uh, Milwaukee? Damn. This has been crazy. And it's been be the best series by far. Like Yan- Yanis has proven me wrong. He has proven me wrong to the max. I said before the start of the season, both of us said, before the start of the season, before the start of the series, both of us said Yanis is going to have to have four near enough perfect games for uh, for them to even get four wins mm. and we didn't really think that was going to happen but in the three wins that uh milwaukee have had that have given boston uh a 3-2 deficit Giannis has had a triple double in game one a 42 point game in a uh, game three and a 40 point game in game five they're, I mean, near, per- they're near perfect in my literally opinion. and he has proved us wrong like by a crazy start. and and he's made it so um, both, uh, Milwaukee have a chance to close it out at Milwaukee at the Pfizer Forum um, tomorrow night Saturday night that would be that would be something to be fair I mean you just it's Giannis though like I see them numbers and I'm like damn but then I see him and I'm like well who else yeah, is like Giannis, yeah. it, there's no one else that could do that like and it just shows like how like there's just levels right now to the 
competitiveness that a lot of people are not reaching his heights at the moment. I just don't think like. No, I feel really... I feel for Boston in a way though because I feel like they are doing very well in competing with them. They're closing 100%, out. They're closing 100%. out shooters. They're doing their best to contain him, but obviously they're not giving him so much as much respect as uh, Chicago did in the first round, which is why the likes of Drew Holiday, Grayson, although Drew's had some very good games in this series, like the, your likes of Grayson Allen, Bobby Poise, they're not getting as many many open looks. Hundred um, percent, and I so think they are, they are cutting that down a little bit, and it is helping them a little bit. I think that that as well shows like Boston in terms of defensively like they are very good and that's why they're still in this series and I think we can't count them out as much as Giannis has been amazing and he only like we said he only needs to have one more perfect game yeah which as we know is not a problem for him I think Boston have have been really well in this series like even obviously the game one of the games they lost you saw it I missed it but the ending to that, it was only just like Boston only just lost, which is quite crazy to say. Like they could have easily, all it took was one, like t- tip in to go in and that that um that game last night, uh, Boston had a chance to go ahead, but Drew Holiday locked up Marcus Smart and then stripped him of the ball on the way down the court for really? uh, to preserve the win. So yeah. Milwaukee have been taking games, but they've been close ones. They have um, been. I think there was only one blowout win. Yeah, and that was like right at the start when yeah nobody played well. Um, and then I'm I'm looking a little bit at um how Giannis has acted in games that he closed out, mm. and you know well they've been doing <laughs> he's been doing he's been doing bits. I'm just gonna see what. He uh, put up in the game five against Chicago. But obviously, when he the game six in the finals uh, last year, he put up fifty. He put up a seventy three percent shooting night. Uh, game five against Chicago. I think this is Giannis's first fifty piece tomorrow night. That playoffs. would be amazing to drop a fifty piece. In Game Six, to get to the Conference Finals against the best team defensively in the NBA, is goat level things. Yeah, I think we're... it's, I think it's going to happen. And then, genuinely, I think if he goes back to back this year, it really isn't long. Like, I'm talking like two, three years maybe before we start talking about him in the same breath in the as Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. LeBron. He's the best player in the world right now. Oh, 100%. That's, 100%. That's, no that's denying. Unbearable. No denying. Yeah. No denying. And, I mean, I I definitely 100,000% think by the end of his career, he's in that conversation. Where you put him, I don't know. But if he goes back-to-back this year, that's that's like a big... Especially if he gets finals MVP again. And without Chris Middleton for... Most of the series. Some tricky, some tricky uh, matchups as well. Mm. It's, it's, it, it'll be, it is crazy. It'll be very crazy because, I mean, it's just mad like how dominant the guy has become in the NBA as well. Like, if you watch the beginning videos when he was really skinny and everything, and it's like how the way he's just transformed himself and his style and everything is just unbelievable. Like, I, I'm, I'm genuinely I can never not be in awe when watching that guy play basketball as well because he's yeah. just, he's just so like amazing like this is 
people nobody can stop him like he just does what he wants it's just it's crazy but I would fully not be surprised if they take it game 6 Giannis has a Giannis game and sends Boston home yeah I I, I do think that's going to happen I also think it's not even going to be close personally I think as in like it'll be close enough that Giannis ends up playing for most of the fourth quarter but they'll probably have like a double digit barrier for the majority of the game and just Boston won't be able to chip away at that in my opinion I think when it comes to like for example like when a game Milwaukee needs to win they have usually taken it like without an issue and I, I, to be honest I'm with you on that I I don't see Milwaukee losing either I'll be honest although I do I do say because obviously if it does go to game 7 uh, that'll be before the next episode I do think if Milwaukee do drop this game against Boston Boston will take it at the Garden Oh yeah, I can back that too. I just really don't see that happening. Like I, I think that's very unlikely. But if Boston win today, they're definitely winning the series. I can back that too. I can back that. Yeah, and they'll go on to play Miami or Philly. And props to Embiid, man. My guy's playing with a broken face, a broken finger. His legs probably broken. His you know, team he's broken sometimes. Some well, ninety nine percent of the time, James. He's playing with a broken James Harden, like. James Harden was fixed the other day, though. He was he was fixed. He was fixed for one game. It was then, temporary fix. And then broke again ahead of uh, game five. But to be fair, I think the whole 76ers squad was broken that game. Hmm. Setting up a pivotal win or stay home game uh, in Philly. Um, Which is, I mean, that's, that's the drama you like in the NBA. But, I mean, Embiid was showing out. Game four as well. Harden was amazing. I mean, that's the only game that I can say that for him in this uh, playoff series. But what's happened I'm... to him, man? What's actually happened to him? Because I... I swear, earlier in the season, he was actually not awful for Brooklyn. He wasn't all. He was. I mean, when the start of the season for Brooklyn, I, I he wasn't awful. But like when he started for these for Philly, he was he was quite good. And it was to a point where I thought, okay, maybe he'll, you know, maybe he'll help Embiid, you know, get this chip <clears> that. He's been dying to get or at least get closer to it. But damn, I mean, I the fall off of James Harden this year has not been great. I don't think he's fully fallen off, but I think he's got a long climb back because, I mean... Does this show how great James Harden was in his prime, though? Oh, yeah, definitely. That we're definitely. looking at him averaging, what, like, probably just under 20 points per game in these in this playoff series, which, for a second option... Is isn't awful, but when you realise that you're paying him, God knows how much every year. Mm. Uh, yeah, you don't want that. <clears throat> As a guy who came in to help the scorer score you, more because nobody else was scoring except from Embiid, it's not great at all. It's poor, especially yeah. from the likes of James Harden. The, when you have the calibre, like the conversations he's been putting in the past, he should not be doing that, especially when it's playoff time. And his team need him more now, probably more than ever, in terms of him, his importance in a team this far in. You just, yeah, definitely. I mean, you expect him to do better, and Bead probably expects him to do better as well because we know, and Bead probably pushed for that trade to happen because we know he wanted help, and we know he wanted to get rid of Ben Simmons, so he must be thinking like, what's going on? I. I saw the best in this guy, and he's really giving me nothing. Yeah, 
And it's it's crazy because I don't like seeing, you know, players who were once amazing just suddenly flop because the playoffs is where the best players come to play. And right now, he's not coming to play. And yeah. it could be the reason his team or one of the best players in the league is going to lose out at another chance at, at finals because the rest of his team ain't performing. And this year, we wouldn't be expecting to say that because of James Harden, but unfortunately, we are. And it's mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, looking at the rest of that series, Philly are going to win tonight. I don't think there's any disagreeing with that. Looking at games three and four, which were at Philly, seeing that game three, Jimmy Butler hit a 33-piece, and Mm. only one other Miami Heat player was in double digits for points. In game four, Jimmy hit a 40-bomb, and only three other players in the Miami Heat were in double-digit points. Jimmy really out here like it's the bubble all over again. Jimmy fully is. But to be honest, I do disagree with you, Sam. I think Miami are going to close you off tonight. I think if they don't close you off tonight, they're going to lose the series. And I think they know that. I think, so I think the Miami role players always show up in Miami. I think Tyler Hero does show up most games, but obviously mm. I think in Miami, he does The series has not been amazing. No. He's been okay, but not amazing. But to be honest, I think um, tonight is where Miami closes series off. And what has been... An underwhelming series, but also it's provided us entertainment in the sense of once Miami were quite up, we thought, okay, Philly, like, are they going to come back? And then they did. Especially, especially given that um, people are reporting that uh, Joel Embiid was going to be after the rest of Exa- the Yeah, exactly. So it's given us highs and lows, but I think if you look at the, the whole like plot of it, I think it was kind of underwhelming, but I think tonight... Yeah, no, I think out of all of the series is... Series? Series. <laughs> it's been um, the worst one. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it been the one that's had the less to speak about, really. In my yeah, opinion. Like yeah. In, in the Phoenix one, you've had Chris Paul's demise. In yeah. that some people like, some people hate. I mean, I'm personally on the uh, the hate to see it train. I want to see yeah, Chris win the chip this year. Ne- never, never like to see Chris Paul doing bad. We love Chris Paul. Yeah. Obviously, but... <laughs> Bucks Boston, very much the most entertaining one so far in terms of actual basketball quality. Hundred percent. And then obviously off court antics and the Grizzlies one has been mental to say That's the least. Funny to be fair, yeah. that has been funny a whole series. But to be honest, like I said, if Miami do not close it off tonight, they're losing the series because I think Philly will just be on a roll then, and they'll be hyped because Embiid, we know he lives off the hype, and. I guess, but, well, I mean, we've seen what uh, Philly have been capable of in uh, win-or-go-home Game 7 situations before. Um, mm. I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking 2019. I'm, I'm thinking, thinking Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> the, the sirens are around your head at the moment. PTSD <laughs> oh, flashbacks. Uh, You're looking at it right now. You're looking up at it. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> for, for context, I've, I've, got, I've got a frame of uh, that shot on my wall. Um, <laughs> it's um, why not? It's literally one of the sickest pictures in NBA. It is, it is, it is. I mean, it's one of the sickest games in NBA history. Oh damn, yeah, that's true. But Embiid, he needs to show up because he doesn't want to repeat of that. He definitely doesn't. No, but I think potentially. I mean, I think Philly will win tonight. I think Miami will take it in Game Seven. Jimmy Butler really? in a win or go home back against the wall situation. It's a Amanda. corner. It's a corner three, and the ball bounces all over the rim. <laughs> no, but if that goes in, that's crazy because Jimmy Butler doesn't hit many of them. Mm. 
I mean, that would probably be like the. I mean, if you're if that happens, Embiid needs to retire because there's not there's no winning for him. Most the, NBA the NBA is just a curse. Yeah, I mean, so I think, but for Miami to close this out, they're going to need a little bit more help from their role players, which I do think they'll get in a game seven situation. You like to Tyler Hero, he'll show up. Bam right. Adebayo's been blowing hot and cold all through the, yeah. throughout the series, yeah, uh, which has been a bit disappointing to see. Duncan Robinson, I mean, he haven't really been given the chance to uh, mm. to play. I mean, they're paying this guy ninety million just to sit on the bench, and I mean, he, we know he can on. he can come with niceness when he wants to. But... It's just the defense, and obviously, you yeah. need defense in the playoffs. Mm. Obviously, Especially, yeah, hundred percent. Duncan's a very good shooter, but yeah. that's really about it. And yeah. I think that pretty much concludes what we've got to talk about. You got anything? Anything you wanna anything you wanna end this on? Um I mean I this is what I'll end it on. I think when the next episode comes out, all of the series will be done. Everything I think everything will be done on the weekend Wait. to be fair. Yeah, I'm gonna say I think I think just like time wise. It'll be done anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Well I think by the weekend. All these series will be wrapped up. I'm going to say, I'll, we'll definitely have time now. You know? We're, yeah, we're, we're we'll done, definitely we're done, have the time. We're done college-wise now, so we can we can hit a Monday episode if needs be. You know what I'm saying? Mm, we can do that. I mean, I'm just we saying. Can we can do that. Because if they so, take the, the a weekend break of the, of the NBA, and then Monday comes and there's been no conference finals games, then we can, like, you know, wrap up everything. That would be yeah. quite nice. I would say, I think make it happen, we, fix the games. We know, <laughs> we know you can. <laughs> yeah, I think these next few games are going to be some of the more intriguing ones in 100%, the NBA 100%. Um, playoffs so far. So, who do we think? Who do we think is going through to the finals then? Um, Golden State, Dallas. Oh, I did predict. I did predict Phoenix at the start, and I won't be surprised if Phoenix go through. But Golden State, Dallas, and okay. much as I had to say, it, Milwaukee. And you know what? I don't back Miami often enough, so I'll say Miami. I think Miami have proved a lot of us strong in these playoffs. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, because yeah. we like distant from the the jump. Like yeah. we was like Atlanta is gonna kill them. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So make sure you're sticking tuned to whenever we upload next. Uh, we will let you guys know throughout the socials, which you should follow. Links oh. in the description. Oh damn. Most especially know. our TikTok, obviously. No uploads last week. blowing up. You want to join There in. wasn't any uploads last week. I was a bit busy. But hopefully I'll be able to get some uh, clips from, from today. Um, so yeah, make sure you're checking that out. All the links are in the description. And yeah, make sure that you are liking and subscribing to the YouTube. Make sure that you're sharing it out, no matter where you are. And me and Sully will see you guys in the future uh, when the semifinals are up. Peace.